Ever since I got bit by that spider, I've only had one week where my life has felt normal. That was when you found out. When you botched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider-Man. We started getting some visitors. Every universe. Hello, Peter. You're not Peter Parker. I'm sorry, what was your name again? Dr. Otto Octavius. <laughs> Wait, no, seriously, what's your actual name? There are others out there. We need to send them back. So, Scooby-Doo this crap. You know, all this is kind of your mess. I know a couple magic words myself, starting with the word please. Please, Scooby-Doo this crap. You're flying out into the darkness to fight ghosts. What do you mean? They all die fighting Spider-Man. Their fate. I'm sorry, kid. Yeah, me too. Don't. Look, there has to be another way. There isn't. They're a danger to our universe. You're not gonna take this away from me. Peter. You're struggling. Everything you want while the world tries to make you choose. This is all my fault. I can't save everyone. They're starting to come through, and I can't stop them. December 17th, exclusively in movie theaters. Tickets on sale November 29th. Spider Monday. Bonus episode. There's already like 7 million podcasts. Talking about pop culture and it's all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It's, it's a trap. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey. 
<laughs> I don't know how to start. I don't know how to start these bonus episodes, Jake. Yeah, we're doing a bonus episode. We're the leftovers. Yeah, there you go. There's your fanfare. Um, yeah, we're talking about, uh, we're going to be, um, talking about the new Spider-Man No Way Home trailer that dropped a couple of days ago. And, uh, it's me and Jake, and we're joined by a couple of guests. Uh, we've got Joe Stark from StarkCast. Hey, what's up? And we've got Paul Hart from Apple to Orange's podcast. Welcome, Paul. Hey, thanks for having me on. Look at you coming in there all excited now. You should have heard it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're bringing it, Paul. All right, guys. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's dive into this. I do want to do a full breakdown. I got a lot of stuff that I want to discuss with you guys, but first off, I want to ask a question. I just want a yes or a no answer at the top of the show without all the whys and the why nots or whatever you feel. I just have a question. I just want yes or no. And then we'll circle back to it, maybe. We're definitely going to be circling back to this uh, towards the end of the podcast. But uh, the question I'd like to ask is, do you think Toby and Andrew will be in No Way Home? And what I'm talking about is Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield, the two previous Spider-Men. Do you think that they're going to be showing up in No Way Home? We all know that in the second trailer, it wasn't revealed that they are in the movie. But I'm curious to know what you guys think. Jake. Yes, 100%. Okay. All right. Uh, Paul. Absolutely. All right, Joe. Yes. Okay. So we got, uh, yeah, I'm there with you. I, I, I am 100% convinced that, uh, that these guys are in the trailer, uh, in the movie, excuse me. Um, also, before we get into the trailer breakdown, I want to talk about the picks that were, uh, leaked last week that we talked about on the last episode on 403. Uh, we still don't know if these picks are real or not, but Joe, you had somebody reach out to you this week. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, I had uh, Rob Forrest reach out. I had mentioned in the episode that, you know, it'd be great to have a graphic design professional like Rob Forrest take a look at him. And yeah, he reached out to me on Messenger and and he looked at him and he thought they were legit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really, th- those pictures, to me, it... Uh, I mean, the quality of the actual photo didn't look great, but it, it looked real. And I mean, it matched up with, you know, uh, some of the leaked photos, leaked video that we saw of Andrew Garfield where he's touching the scaffolding and everything. And here they are looking over some scaffolding. And, uh, I was just like, man, this is just, there's just too much, too many coincidences going on with these photos. And I, I do think they're real. I do think they're real. So, yeah, I thought that I was really cool that Rob reached out to you this week and he thinks that they're legit. And so it's just I, we're going to be talking. I, I think there's I think there's so much out there that is supporting, even though these trailers aren't supporting it, I think. And even in some ways they are. But I think there's a lot yeah. out there that is supporting that we are going to be seeing uh, the two previous Spider-Men in this movie alongside our uh, Tom Holland. Peter Parker. So let's do our breakdown here of this trailer. Um, did you guys want to rate it now or do you want to rate it? Let's rate it now. I, I Actually, let's rate it now. I'm going to uh, play our rating system uh, that I have pulled up because I am a professional. There's no way that I am vamping right now and pulling up our 
There we go. Uh, here's our rating system. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right, let's rate this sucker. Um, if you can hear my cat purring, it's because I've been gone for the last few hours. And uh, I went and saw the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, and my cats missed me, and he, he is on the table purring as I'm petting him. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, can you hear that? Yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Paul, what did you think about the uh, second trailer? They're, they're saying this is the final trailer. Now, um, I know I have seen some uh, different TV spots popping up, but, uh, Paul, what did you think about the final the final Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Yeah, I'm going to give it a Tupperware. It, it, it was a lot of fun to watch, and I just think it's really great that they're keeping a lot of stuff hidden, you know, like close to the chest or so. I hope they are, um, you know, because I bitching, like I didn't bitch that much, but like, you know, with Thor Ragnarok, I thought the whole Hulk thing would have been cool if that was in the theater. So I think if we do get, all the stuff we want, which I highly think we will. Like, it's really cool that we haven't like our first experience with that will actually be in the theater. But, uh, like, I just love all, like all the action pieces look cool. Like it was fun seeing all the villains there, you know, like the ones that they showed us, uh, it just looks like a blast and it looks like Dr. Strange and Spider-Man have some great chemistry together. So it really got me pumped to want to find out when I can buy these tickets the first day they go on sale. Uh, November 29th, I believe. It's a Monday they're going to go on sale. So, yeah, look out for that. All right. Yeah. Um, I'll jump in. I'm actually, I'm going to give it a taste as far as the trailer's concerned. I'm, I think the movie's going to be phenomenal. I, 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 I you know, and, and I, I am not giving it a taste it because I didn't see Toby or Andrew. That has nothing to do with it. Um, it is cool that they're holding on to that. Um, I think that the trailer was just, it was cut so, so much in a way to like hide actually what's going on in the movie so much that it really, some of the Dr. Strange dialogue didn't flow really well because I think they cut things out and piece stitch shit together. And, um, but, uh, but overall I, I think it, you know, I think it's good. I thought it was a fine trailer. But, um, yeah, I don't know if it was like, uh, I don't think it's the best trailer, uh, that I've ever seen either. So I don't know. I, I, I'll give it a taste. I just, I think they're trying to hide so much in this trailer that it actually, in the movie, excuse me, in this trailer, that it actually is kind of like a detriment to the, to the actual trailer itself. Them trying to be super sneaky and hide shit from us. Which Marvel does and some, you know, I, and I have no problem with them being sneaky and hiding shit from us. I actually like that. I'm just saying it just didn't make for what I thought would, would, would be like a, a Tupperware of a trailer. But, um, Joe, what'd you think? I'm going to high taste it for it. I, I really liked the trailer. The, the first time I watched it, I like, I, I gotta admit, I was a little bit disappointed. I, I think I got myself a little bit overhyped for it, but you know, 
the more I thought about it, I was like, well, I can't really be disappointed because it didn't have something that, you know, just I wanted. And then after watching it, you know, so many times over and over again, um, I, I really do like the trailer. I, I agree with what you're saying that I think they are hiding a lot of stuff from it. And so in a way, the trailer almost reads like it's going to be um, to me. It just it, it just reads like this movie that is. It, it's it's kind of like the, the Sinister Six, right? I mean, it, it seems like there's some exec at Sony that's had this raging hard on to give us a Sinister Six movie for so long that I feel like now they got it. And and. I don't know. Kind of when I came around to that conclusion, I, I liked it a little bit more because I'm like, okay, I think at its heart that is what this movie is. And, and if we're not getting some of the other stuff in it, which I, I do think we are, it's just not going to be the main thrust of the movie. So it didn't really need to be in the trailer. Um, I mean, regardless, I'm super stoked. Uh, I, I just can't believe the fervor that's built up like among the pop culture community uh, for, for this trailer and everything with it. And I, I really do think that uh, they are setting it up so that, you know, they're not going to give away the biggest reveals in any sort of trailer because I think they want some sort of big jump out of your seats cheering reaction like Cat picking up Mjolnir in Endgame. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. Uh, Jake, what do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm right there in line with you, Brian. It's a taste it for me. It, it did all of its jobs. I mean, I laughed. I gasped. I got more excited to see the movie. But it's not a very beautiful trailer, right? As far as the art of the trailer goes, it it's pretty sloppy and not, not the most well put together thing. I, especially once you've watched it like 20 plus times, it's, I mean, it does its job. You're excited because of, you know, what they show you, but yeah, I mean, the music choices, the editing, it's just kind of a, kind of a sloppy trailer. I almost think that they kind of last minute decided what the trailer was going to be and we've kind of read reports of that, and it really yeah. shows in this final product. They had, like see- they had like, uh, you know, from what I'm hearing is they had like five different versions of this trailer. This is the one that they decided to go with. Um, some trailers I heard showed certain things, and so, you know, it, yeah. So, I mean, I think that they went with the the really kind of not. Yeah, I guess I got, I'd say I think they go with the safe one. Is it, I guess that's the best word for it. More the, the conservative trailer, I would say, is what this is. I mean, it shows enough, but it doesn't show enough. I agree. Yeah, it's hard to imagine if they had five different versions that there's a more conservative trailer than this one. Yeah, I think I'm I'm I think I'm in line with you. I, I think this is as conservative as they were going to get with it. And I mean, I. You know, I applaud them not doing the thing that everyone wanted them to do and holding that for the movie. I've been a big proponent of that. Um, and like I said, I'm right with you, Brian. This could be one hell of a fucking Tupperware movie. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. It's it's not a gorgeous trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's jump into the breakdown. At the beginning of the trailer, we uh, we see Peter uh, standing in the rain. Uh, he looks he looks beat up. His mask is off. Um, you know, he's, he's, he looks bloody. He's got scratches and I think he's overwhelmed by, you know, the villains that are coming into the, into the MCU. And, uh, this is probably before he gets some help in the movie from who, you know, we'll, and we'll talk about this later, but who I'm still saying is going to be Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield as, as, uh, as Spider-Man. And, um, 
some are saying that some are saying and I don't know some are saying that in this scene he's grieving the death of someone and I'm not too sure but I've heard rumors of of deaths from multiple characters and that's another thing that I'm going to circle back to at the end of the podcast there's a lot of stuff in this breakdown that I'm going to circle back to after we do our breakdown uh, we hear Peter's voice say ever since I got bit by that spider I've only had one week where my life has felt normal that was when you found out. And he's talking about when MJ found out that he was Spider-Man. So while this is going on, we're seeing the scene and it takes place right after Far From Home, where Spider-Man is now being chased by the police. There's helicopters after him. And then we see him swing in the tunnels and he's dodging a train. Anyway, the big thing for me here is where he talks about MJ and how his life was normal uh, for that week when she found out. So the big takeaway I think is like, it's very important to him that she doesn't forget that he's Spider-Man and all this. And we kind of see that in the first trailer where he's talking about, you know, Oh, and I want Ned to remember and I want MJ to remember. And it's like trying to conserve like these relationships. He wants everybody to forget that he's Spider-Man, but there's people that are close to him that he doesn't want to lose that, uh, that he, do, that he doesn't want to lose that knowledge because he feels like it would affect, you know, those relationships going forward. Um, would you guys ag- agree with that? And does, and do you think that, you know, going back to deaths, do you think that they're forecasting any deaths in this trailer? I'm just curious what you guys think up the top because I've read rumors and I'll talk about them once we get through this breakdown, but I'm just curious what you guys Thoughts are on all this. Hmm. I didn't really catch that. Like, I've read the rumors of the deaths of, of potentially two different characters, but I didn't think this trailer really foreshadowed those deaths in any way whatsoever. Um, and I, I do agree with the uh, embellishment of him really caring that MJ doesn't forget, right? They've, they've hit us over the head with that so much now that – I almost think the worst is going to happen that at the end of the day, he is going to have to like leave her memory. Like why else would they be building up how shitty it would be if that were to happen? Hmm. If it weren't going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. Well, well yeah, I'll circle back. Do you guys, um, I mean, I think in the trailer, they try to foreshadow an MJ death. We'll, we'll talk about for, all that. For sure, for yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. But yeah. I, it, yeah. it's too on the nose, sure. right? Like, I don't think anyone watching that trailer for a second thinks that they're, that she's going to die. I think Not you're, I, she won't. I think your normies do. Yeah, maybe. I think your normies that don't watch, that, you know, didn't watch The Amazing Spider-Man 2 might be thinking there's you know but i, I why show it in I the think trailer even the normies think he's kind of a spider-man's like a james bond like a, a gary stew you know like i think even the normies are like he's gonna save her i i yeah possibly i i don't know i mean andrew didn't <laughs> so oh, jesus <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah there were there were there there's there have been there have been um i'd say the most impactful snap of the mcu was thanos the second one was gwen stacy's knack so yeah. <laughs> i don't know what it is but there's a scene in the first trailer and it's the same one in this trailer where i just get the feeling like it's like a close up of happy's face with like all these like 
blazers from scopes in the background and i don't know something just sits with me that like that's the moment where he's gonna die i think he's just showing up at um that building where a big uh action set piece is gonna happen i think he just kind of shows up and gets caught in the crossfire of all like the police and government and uh the dodc that shows up there i think that that's probably like if you're seeing you know like laser sights on him i think he's just showing up at the wrong time yeah like, i wasn't sure like if he's about ready to like sacrifice himself i don't know that's just i don't think but, happy's gonna die i think that's too like there's just no consequence there. I, I think that would be a weak sauce death if Happy died. I don't think I'll have enough screen screen time to be an impactful death in this movie. Let's revisit these deaths at the at the end here. Let's get through. <laughs> let's get through this breakdown. Um, we hear Doctor Strange say, "When you botched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget that Peter Parker is Spider Man, you started to get some visitors from every universe." Um, and I've said it before in the past on, on past episodes and I'm not going to die on this hill and I could totally be wrong but I think there's a possibility that we see Doctor Strange agree to do the spell you know perform the spell and then we see him with you know Peter floating you know and Peter standing on the train and then the train cars all multiply and, and that, this whole visual spectacle that we're seeing here it could be strange just giving peter like a visual kind of look at like what can happen when you perform spells like this and how it can go wrong and showing him how dangerous um you know altering reality is there's a quote in infinity no in and yeah in infinity war where you know tony's like where have you been through all this you know and he's like i've been protecting your reality douchebag and so he's I, I think Strange is very much all about trying to protect the reality. So it's like, why would he just agree to do this spell? There's got to be more behind it. Um, but it, it so and it's very reminiscent of when the Ancient One and I've said this before, it's very reminiscent of like when the Ancient One sent Strange into the astral plane, showing him, you know, this other level, um, th- these other dimensions and uh he even went through the quantum realm um but um i think there's a chance that peter actually performs the spell maybe with ned and mj but after this trailer i you know it could after this trailer it could very well be strange that does perform the spell so i'm not going to die on that hill and say that he doesn't so um let's jump into Doc Ock. We get to see Doc Ock, more Doc Ock in this one. And uh, we saw him in the first trailer, but we get a lot more of him in this one. We get the same Hello Peter line from the first trailer. And uh, he's battling Peter on the bridge, and we see his tentacles. When we first see the tentacles, they look just like they do when we last saw him in Spider-Man 2. And during this same battle... They seem to take on the same nanotech from the Iron Spider suit that that Peter has. We see Peter pinned to, like, this concrete pillar, and there's a big chunk of the Iron Spider suit that's been destroyed on his chest. I think Doc Ock ripped that out, his tentacles 
basically kind of like reacted to the nanotech and took on the nanotech. And we see a tentacle coming to smash Peter's chest, and then the nanotech from Peter's chest, uh, from his mask, moves to where his exposed chest is to protect him from the impact, and that's when Doc Ock sees his face and says, you're not Peter Parker. That right there, in my opinion, confirms that this is the Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2, the Sam Raimi film, and this Doc Ock doesn't recognize Tom Holland as Peter Parker, but would recognize Tobey Maguire as his Peter Parker. So, I... Yeah, I mean, we've heard, like, rumors of, like, other characters, and these are just rumors, but we've heard of other characters like, you know, Kingpin, Matt Murdock, showing up again, played by the same actors, Charlie Cox and and Vincent D'Onofrio, and they're going to be playing those characters, this is the rumor, they're going to be playing those characters in the MCU, but their backgrounds and stories and things are going to be different. Familiar faces, different backstories. I don't think that's the case here. I think that this is fucking Otto Octavius from Spider-Man 2. And I think that Sony wants him to be Otto Octavius from Spider-Man 2 because that makes that movie that much more important to watch going into this movie. And it makes those movies important again. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that logic so much. I mean, the strange line really backs that up. And yeah, like, if it would have been Toby, he would have thought it was Spider-Man. Why, why would he even be fighting Spider-Man if not the knowledge of a different Spider-Man that he was, you know, at odds with? So, yeah, everything you say, I, I believe that 100%. Yeah, I went through that trailer and watched that scene where that nanotech seems to be just like, you know, gliding up his tentacle. And that totally is what it looks like. It looks like he touched him and he was able to just take control of that nanotech and just start pulling it off of Peter's body and, you know, welding it or, you know, melding it right into his own tech. Yeah, it's like instant upgrade. <laughs> instant upgrade, exactly. <laughs> it looks cool, too. Like the the red and the silver tentacles, like it's a cool look. Yeah. So what ha- I mean, what happens here? Um Doc Ock, last time we left him off, you know, he's gonna sacrifice himself, you know, the, the, basically the mind control that the tentacles had over him, you know, that chip was broken, and ultimate sacrifice. So when he's pulled into this universe, so he's still under the, now he's, they pulled him from a prior point in time, possibly, to where, you know, he doesn't, he, he ha, you know, he, that redemption arc hasn't happened. That has to be what's going on here, I, I would imagine. Or it's some kind of a survival thing. Like he, he, he knows that he's gonna die if he goes back and he doesn't, you know, he's getting, he's getting a second chance at life and maybe he doesn't want to die. It's just weird that like this spell is a spell um, we know something happened with the spell. The spell was botched, is what Doctor Strange says. The spell was botched. So, like, so, so, what happened is everybody was supposed to forget who, who Spider-Man was, that it was Peter Parker, but in all, but what happened was something with the multiverse, and maybe it's the events of Loki, maybe it's the events of WandaVision, something melded with like what's going on in the multiverse and so the people that 
instead of people forgetting him, the people from other dimensions that remember him the most, especially from like their death, are being pulled into this universe is like what I'm getting from everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's – I don't know which it is. I don't know if he's being pulled in before he died or he, he did die and he has – he remembers what happened and he's getting pulled in somehow. Well, it's he a very says good like – he says later in the trailer – I got this quote and I'll pull it up later. Um, you know, you're going to go out there and you're going to fight ghosts. Um, I've got the tr- – I've got that quote pulled up later, but it's almost like all these – it's almost like they all know that their demise came from Peter. Yeah, yeah, Strange really yeah. hints at that, too, with what he says, how it's basically their destiny to yeah. all be killed by Spider-Man. Um, yeah, I, I really think Doc Ock, at the end of the day, is a scientist. Uh, we don't really understand the inhibitor chip of it all, if it's completely in control or if the man is in control here. But if it's if the inhibitor chip isn't completely in control, I could see him backing off of attacking Tom Holland once he realizes it's not Tobey Maguire. Right. He's going to want to learn to figure out what's going on to use it to his best advantage at the end of the day. So is the movie going to want to explain to people that he's got this chip, this inhibitor chip? You know what I mean? Or do you see what I'm saying? Like, are we going to are they going to have to open that up to why we're going to understand why and. You know, and like, like, oh, so Peter then battles him and accidentally breaks it or something. And then that's when he's like, oh, I, you broke my inhibitor chip from the amazing (laughs) Spider-Man too. And now I'm, do you see what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, I totally get it. I think it'll be one line of dialogue that tells us one way or the other. If the chip is not broken and Otto is in control, I I think he will bring it up. Mm hmm. And well, it, it, that makes the most sense to me. I, I don't think this is a fully broken, chipped out auto like we see by the end of the second movie. I was just hoping that it was a, an auto Octavius that's aware of his death and doesn't want to die. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, maybe maybe him coming back just automatically fixes the chip. Right. Maybe just the state he's brought back in brings him back whole and, and intact. I mean, he obviously would have been blown to bits. So I, it, it's just more movie magic that he would be brought back with the chip not broken again. Yeah. Or could the nanotech somehow fix the chip? Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. The nano, it, it might take a while, but like, yeah, maybe the nanotech fixes it. It would have to do it on its own free will though, because once the chip takes over Otto, it's never going to make the decision to fix itself. It, it prefers to be broken. Hmm. Well, that chip got blown out like almost immediately after those arms were introduced in Spider-Man 2. So, I mean, I, I don't know if it'd be brought up in this at all because it seems like he he became evil because that chip burned out and then the, the arms took control. So, you know, if they're pulling him out of, of pretty much any point in in the Raimi-verse, I mean, that chip's going to be burned out because I mean, it burns out right away, right? Yeah, sounds that sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he puts the arms time. on the the. Well, no, he puts the arms on, and and the experiment starts, and the sun starts getting really big and going out of control, and it, and it burns the chip out right there when he's trying to fight it, right? Yeah, at the at the demonstration, the second time we see him use the arms. Yes, when, at when the, the demonstration. 
Do you think, um, but yeah, do you think that we'll get stuff like Otto Octavius, like seeking out like his wife in this universe and stuff like that? Or do you think that? I think again, be that'll cool. be a throwaway line. Okay. I think he'll bring her up. Yeah. But I think by the time he brings her up, he'll be fully aware that she's potentially not in the world he's in right now. Paul, I feel like you got something to say. No, I was going to, I just, I, I thought that'd be cool if that, it, like if he does kind of look for, and I know like this will probably get hint on in a little bit, but I just kind of got the feeling that he almost turns into like an ally. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, in, I agree. Yeah. In this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you think if there's any of the, you know, villains that we've seen so far in these trailers that could be an ally, you would think that it would be, you know, Sandman and, and Otto Octavius because of like their story arcs in the, in the previous movies. Um, we see Peter and MJ talking to Doc Ock and Peter asks, what was your name again? He says, Doc, Dr. Otto Octavius. The kids laugh and then Peter says, wait, no, seriously, what's your actual name? And, um, we then hear voiceover from Dr. Strange. We see some images. Here's what Strange says. There are others out there. We need to send them back. So Scooby-Doo this crap. MJ says, you know, all this is kind of your mess. I know a couple of magic words myself, starting with the word please. Dr. Strange says, please Scooby-Doo this crap. Um, it's interesting, a couple of things that are actually interesting with all, with, with these lines of dialogue. She says, all this is kind of your mess. So, I mean, um, basically, so yeah, is, is that basically saying like you fucking perform the spell? I mean, that's what I got out of it. Yeah, that's what I got out of it too. Yeah. yeah MJ definitely thinks that Dr. Strange did this. Yeah. So. And, uh, the please Scooby do this crap. What does that actually mean? I understand that they're, you know, you watch Scooby Doo and it's kids and they're trying to solve mysteries and catch the bad guys. Is he just saying catch the bad guys or is he saying we need to figure out who the bad guys are? Because that's what they typically do at the end of every Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo episode is they unmask the villain. Is is he talking about unmasking some kind of secret villain here? I think it's both, actually. I think he's making fun of the fact that he's working with three children, and he's alluding to the fact that they need to unmask the, the main villain to find out who's behind all this. There's a bunch of different rumors out on the Internet. There's people that say that even Doctor Strange himself could be the villain. In this movie, that he's, mm, hold yeah, on, I've I saw that. I've seen that a lot. Hold on. Too. I'm not buying that. Hold on, they're, they're saying that he could actually be the villain. That and I'm not saying that either. I'm not. I'm oh, not. No. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just throwing these theories out there. They're saying that he might be under control of of Wanda because of the events of of WandaVision. and we know that this is, movie is going to probably be the the prelude to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I cannot see this by the end of it not connecting in some way to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And I can't see that the post-credits, mid-credits and post-credits scenes don't in some way connect to that movie. 100%. It just has to. The, the, the themes are so like close together. Like That movie has multiverse in the fucking title. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
and Doctor Strange is prominently figuring in this, and that's his next movie. It, it totally all works together. That that yeah, this is a stepping stone to that, right? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I part of me kept thinking like uh, with Doctor Strange being able to see the 14,605 different, you know, futures when he was using the Eye of Agamotto. And still, remember, he's carrying around what looks like the Eye of Agamotto around his neck in this in these trailers, which is just bizarre to me. But does he know that... Mm, I don't know how to... I don't know how to phrase this. Um, does he... I don't... I really don't know how to phrase this one. It's probably like my least fleshed out theory. Um, like you're, you're talking about, is he letting this happen because yes. he knows, he knows the end outcome is something that needs to happen to yes. further. Yes. And he knows that it's Peter's responsibility to, to take this on, that he needs to have Peter do this, that these villains, they died in their respective universes because of the events that happened with their Spider-Man. So in our universe, like Peter has to be the one that does this. Yeah. I think there is a little, like there I, is that yeah. to it. He, he could just be guiding something that he knows needs to happen. Yeah. It could be also though, that, I mean, if he, I mean, cause as far as we know, there's no, there's no time stone inside that locket around his neck. So that's what he was using to see all these different futures in Infinity War. So it could be that he's totally operating blind here. Yeah. I, why does he still have that necklace? I think he should fucking like get on the edge of the Titanic and just drop it like that old lady did. <laughs> well, I wonder if it's, 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 it's like, um, just a show of force so that any enemies he goes up against will see, oh, there's the Earth Sorcerer Supreme and, oh, he has it around his neck. Because, you know, I mean, he's really only going to bring it out and use it if the fight gets bad enough. And he's got so many other, you know, weapons at his disposal with his vast knowledge of spells and whatnot. So my thought is that there's nothing in it and he's just wearing it as a bluff. He's he's uh, he's he's just peacocking. It's just an accessory. You know, <laughs> it could be that. Yeah. It could be both, though. Like he could not have it. And he still saw these futures when he was looking at futures while he had it. That's like true. This, this is a pretty monumental thing, like the multiverse is breaking down. And he could have already known that this was going to be a side effect from the decision that he had to make the first time he was looking at the futures. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I just kept thinking, like, when he's looking at the futures, he's looking at the outcome of the events of what happened, uh, you know, in, in Infinity War and Endgame, that everything post this is like he's fucking he's going blind he's going in blind he's like he's matt murdoch blind <laughs> <laughs> well they said the stones were all atomized right so what yes. if he like gathered up like all the bits and pieces of the time stone and that's where he's keeping them like he accidentally opens it once and just a bunch of green sparkly sand spills out <laughs> <laughs> he's like a stone crack addict <laughs> i hope that i i hope that is not the case um, <laughs> i want to talk about some of the images that we do see here uh while we get some of this uh dialogue 
uh, we see a shot of the Statue of Liberty, Liberty being uh, restored. It's uh, now being, uh, you know, cleaned and restored and and uh, scrubbed back to its original copper-looking color, and it's not the oxidized green that we're used to seeing on the Statue of Liberty. Also, instead of the torch, the torch is still there, but instead of like looking like it's like like Lady Liberty is holding the uh, the torch, she's actually holding a uh, um, a Captain America shield. And it's got a new sign that says, uh, the, the newest Avenger. And then actually later in the trailer, you see like a, a bus ad that says Lady Liberty, the newest Avenger. And so, and that, that shield, we see that shield kind of, uh, in action <laughs> later in the trailer, um, <laughs> as it crashes into the scaffolding during a big action scene. Um, but this is interesting. This this whole Statue of Liberty scene is interesting for a lot of different reasons. It's interesting because months ago um, on an episode I reported a No Way Home leak that uh, dropped on 4chan. I think back in uh, June, I think, that had, uh, that had them actually at the Statue of Liberty. And I'm going to get back to that possible leak later after we discussed the trailer. So when, as soon as I saw the Statue of Liberty in this one, I was like, holy shit. That, that trailer, that, uh, that uh, plot synopsis that leaked on 4chan might actually have some legs because they, like, uh, who's going to report, like, who, who's going to report that, that it's going to take place, that there, that we're going to see, um, an action sequence take place at the Statue of Liberty? Like, it's already been done. X-Men did it back in 2000. Like, why are they doing this again? So, that spoke volumes to me. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's also interesting that, uh, Kevin Feige's first movie as a producer was X-Men. And, just the fact that, like, this, you know, that battle took place at the Statue of Liberty and, like, is this, is, is this Kevin Feige's way of kind of coming full circle on this? Like, okay, X-Men, that final battle took place in, in that movie at the Statue of Liberty and this, we're gonna see this big battle take place at the Statue of Liberty and it looks like at the end of this trailer, which we'll talk a bit more about the end of the trailer, but like, you know, we see like what looks like branch timelines and all this shit happening in the, in the sky. Like, is this like representing maybe the birth of like the X-Men and, and things to come later on with the multiverse? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just simply a Statue of Liberty kind of redemption for Kevin Feige. Cause, um, that was not very well received. Like that was one of the things a lot of people made fun of in X-Men one was the uh, Statue of Liberty final sequence um, between Storm's one liner and just kind of wonky, you know, early CGI. Uh, people had a lot of criticism about that. My biggest thing was like when Wolverine like had his claws and he was flipping around one of like the parts of the crown, the thorns on the <laughs> yes. crown that were sticking out and he's like yeah. whipping around and cutting it. It just like, that it just didn't look real at all. Like, yeah, oh, you yeah, can't, you exactly. can't move yeah. like that. 
I just remember a lot of people really hating that final action sequence. Like people were like, oh, that was a good movie, but they really shit the bed in the in the third act final action sequence. And yeah. maybe this is simply him going, all right, let's do this Statue of Liberty thing right now that we have the technology and the know-how. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about Lady Liberty holding holding the uh, Captain America shield? <laughs> Do you think that they're going to make that shield out of vibranium? Do you think the shield is actually vibranium? <laughs> oh my God. That'd be worth a lot of money, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good PR stunt. It, it makes you wonder what's going on behind the scenes in the MCU, you know, like within the U.S. government, that this is what they're doing. And where does this exactly line up? Because there's a lot of really public stuff going on with Captain America between John Walker and Sam Wilson yeah, and yeah. all that right now. And d- does this mean that that they're honoring Steve Rogers? Maybe has has he passed? Um, uh, we know from the Hawkeye trailer that they're celebrating Steve Rogers with like a Steve Rogers the musical. So mm-hmm. is is this is this some sort of crazy? No, there's no way they could do a promotion for a musical. It would involve putting a giant <laughs> shield on the Statue of Liberty. But it's like there's clearly some sort of fervor going on in the country with Captain America at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like what Joe's saying. Like next month, Cats comes back, so we're going to put big cat ears on the Statue yes. of Liberty. Yeah. And then, <laughs> CGI a butthole on the back of it. That's what I was going to say, is they were going to fucking give it the butthole cut. Um <laughs> We also saw a, we also see a uh, shot of Peter wearing uh, the black and gold suit that we've seen. Um, and I sent you guys some pictures of this. If you look at it, it's, it's really kind of damaged. It's messed up. There's wires hanging off of it. He's got duct tape in certain areas, noticeably on the shoulders. And, um, I don't know if it's because it's torn or it's just because there's also a cell phone that he's duct taped. Uh, on the chest and if you get it if you zoom in on that cell phone he's actually facetiming ned and mj so they're getting like a you know front row seat to like whatever's going on here and um this suit is actually shown a couple of times in the trailer and both times when we see this black and gold suit uh he's fighting jamie fox electro uh who is uh sporting a new look and it's not the blue electricity uh, but it's more of a comic accurate yellow lightning here going on. Um, and when he uses his blast, you actually see like the electricity form that ales- electro spark mask from the comics around his face. And I, I want to talk about that new electro suit later because I have, uh, I have some thoughts on that as well. I, and I'm, I'm not, yeah, I wanna, I'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, and then he's also in the black and gold suit. He's using what looks like a device that's, I don't know if it's the whole suit or if it's just like the piece on like the, on like the arm, uh, the forearm. Uh, it's a device that's definitely on the forearm and it looks like it's been imbued with Dr. Strange's spells. And it's probably a device that can capture the villains. And. A lot of people have speculated that this suit is just one of Peter's suits that he's turned inside out. And I want to point out that he's first off that it would he's fighting Electro. So he can't go into an Electro fight wearing the Iron Spider suit, which is made of metal and electronics. I mean, first off, it's going to short out all the electronics getting hit with that much uh, electricity and it's made of metal 
and it's just going to fry him. So it's not the best suit to wear when you're going to be fighting a villain like Electro. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I've heard this theory online that he's just wearing one of his suits and he's flipped it inside out. Like maybe like one of the earlier, um, Tony Stark suits, you know, before Tony gave him the suit that Tony gave him before the Iron Spider suit. It does look like it's covered with like circuitry and yes. stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it could almost be one that's inside out, but then why is there a spider emblem on the inside also? Um, what, why would the mask still look like that? Like, I, I wonder if it's a suit, like if the suit like comes in layers or something like that and he just took the red outer layer off of it and so then you're seeing the circuitry and stuff that's usually under it. Could Doctor Strange just uh, cast a spell on it to, you know, make it more suited against Electro? Maybe he has to do some stealth stuff and he doesn't need the bright red suit as well. I'm not sure. I don't know if I I mean, Doctor Strange definitely imbued some magic into whatever device he's got on his forearms. I just don't know about like the suit with all the circuitry and stuff like that. If that was like something that Strange put together for for Peter. Um, I love the phone duct taped onto his chest, though. That's so yeah, funny. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. And if you zoom in on that picture, you actually see Ned and MJ's face on the phone. So he's FaceTiming them. <laughs> yeah. And you think it's like, okay, they're gonna have front row seats to this at least until he gets punched in the chest, right? <laughs> and so for sure, we're gonna see that scene of his camera getting smashed from their point of view, right? What's crazy is like, I think like like these villains, like he's going around and like. Is he going around and capturing them just like uh, I bet that that's what it is. I bet that that yeah. he goes around and he gets a bunch of them captured and then that's when he finds out that they're all going to be sentenced to die and so that means the mission's going to change for him and he's now going to you know get this box away from Strange. Oh, we're gonna, that's yeah, all we're gonna, Goblin's plan. We're going to get into that after we break this trailer down 100%. Yeah, we'll talk about all that stuff. Um, we get a shot of J. Jonah Jameson outside of a building. Uh, it's what I believe it could be the Oscorp, uh, the new Oscorp building in the MCU. Um, in those scenes, we see Aunt May running with something in, uh, in her hands, so in, in one of her hands at least, in the, in the lobby of this building. Uh, Peter is diving to try to stop a pumpkin bomb from blowing up in what I think could be a moment where uh, a character gets injured or even dies. Um, we'll talk about that later too. We hear Octavius say, you're flying out into the darkness to fight ghosts. So yeah, I, you know, I mean, that's basically referring to the fact that, you know, these, these are villains that died. Except, Electro died, of course, Green Goblin died, but, as far as I know, Sandman didn't die, and neither did Lizard, correct? Lizard was just brought into the authorities, correct? Yeah, that's right. And then, yeah. and then Sandman didn't die. He just kind of like, you know, him and he just, he just kind of dissipated into sand and, and left. Yeah, he just kind of dissipated and floated away, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, then we hear Strange say, "They all die fighting Spider-Man. It's their fate." I'm sorry, kid. Um, Peter says, "Yeah, me too." Peter then says, there has to be another way. Strange says, there isn't. They're a danger to our universe. Uh, we then hear Electro say, you're not going to take this away from me? 
And then we hear Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin say, Peter, you're struggling to have everything you want while the world tries to make you choose. And then we hear Peter say, this is all my fault. I can't save everyone. Um, We then see Peter jumping at three of the villains here, Lizard, Sandman, and Electro. We're going to definitely talk about this a lot more here. We That scene is just crazy off because Lizard is jumping at no one. And um, in the Brazilian version of this trailer that goes on a little bit longer... You see the lizard, and it looks like he gets punched or kicked in the face by absolutely nothing out of thin air. And we'll talk about that later. Um, at the Statue of Liberty, we then see the shield that they've put up, the Captain America shield, fall, and it crashes into the scaffolding. We see MJ fall from the scaffolding, and the fall is reminiscent of the Gwen Stacy falling in the, uh, in the Amazing Spider-Man 2. And... Um, I, I, every, I think everybody that watched this that believes that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, if they're going to be in the movie, they think that it's not actually Tom Holland that saves her, that Andrew Garfield's going to get his redemption here and save her. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first time I saw the trailer, I was like, I was like, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I think Toby and Andrew are in this 100%, and I think that, I think it's, I think it's Andrew that's gonna save her in this moment. We then hear, uh, Peter say, what's happening? And this is at the, at the very end of this trailer, where all this shit's going on in the sky. We see what looks like, you know, possibly branch timelines. Peter says, what's happening? Strange says, they're starting to come through, and I can't stop them. And then the trailer ends. So that is the trailer breakdown, and now we're going to be able to dive into a lot of things that I think are important and what I think could be happening uh, in the trailer and try to get an understanding of uh, of what's going on here. Uh, oh, I also want to point out there's a, a second shot of uh, the Green Goblin on a glider, but he's not wearing, like, the Power Rangers suits. He's wearing the... Uh, He's wearing goggles. And a lot of people are thinking that this was uh, this was Ned, some kind of multiverse Ned as Hobgoblin. And then, and this is not the case. It's actually it's it is still Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin. Um, that suit kind of gets fucked up in a battle, and so he he's he's wearing this uh, this this new this new suit. Um, so that is Willem Dafoe. And, and that was actually kind of leaked in some of the, I think it was either, uh, some of the products that are coming out for Spider-Man, um, No Way Home. Some of that got kind of leaked here. I want to talk about the new Electro suit. This, this suit he's wearing, does it look like, to you guys, I think it looks like it's powered by an arc reactor. It looks like, first off, it looks kind of like the Whiplash suit. A little bit. Oh, it totally looks like the Whiplash suit. Yeah, and the Whiplash suit had an arc reactor on it. Like, could this be either the Whiplash suit or just some kind of like, you know, maybe 
maybe the, this this version of the Sinister Six, you know, broke in, got some technology, and and is using an arc reactor. They're using an arc, you know, Elektra's using an arc reactor to control his powers. Yeah, how involved do you think Keaton's Vulture character is going to be? Because he seems like the kind of guy that could supply Electro with that kind of thing. I don't think we're going to see Keaton's Vulture in this. I, I've heard the rumor that, you know, he could possibly be showing up in this, but he's also showing up in the Morbius movie. I'm also hearing that, like, maybe Venom's showing up in this. I'm also hearing that, dude, there's one leak out there on 4chan that says that the Rhino comes into this later on. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I'm not. No. I'm not kidding you. I don't know. I. I would. I, if I had to place my bets, I would not think we're getting Michael Keaton's Vulture in this movie. I think with. Yeah, I don't think we're getting Michael Keaton in this one. Okay. I mean, he's in Morbius, and, and you know, so. Yeah, there's a big report today all over the place that Michael Keaton is filming stuff today and tomorrow as the Vulture, hmm. but it's unconfirmed for what movie. Yeah. Maybe it seems it, way too late that it would be for No Way Home. Well, reshoots for Morbius? Yeah, potentially. Even that, though, seems way too late, right? Comes out in March. Okay, okay. I mean, they're filming, you know, reshoots for... Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness for six weeks, and you know until the end of December. And yeah, doesn't that, that come out? out now? Though July. Mm, yeah, they pushed it out a couple more months. It was supposed to come out in March again, wasn't it? March. It was. It was March at one point. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. Um, Do you think he's going to be in one of the multiverses? And maybe he's part of the the reshoots for that. Oh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I mean, you never know if that's what they're shooting right now, and people know he's, you know, somewhere filming stuff as Vulture right now. That's true. That's true. Yeah, uh, I mean, it seems like an odd pull for that movie. But it does. It does. <laughs> he's yeah. going to be in Guardians Three because they're they're shooting that right now too. <laughs> also, <laughs> it, it, even stranger pull. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna do a reshoot where Vulture gets a job working for the uh, website Vulture dot com. <laughs> oh man, yeah. he'd be a real villain then. Yeah, he's well, he's going to be going up against the Daily Bugle, so he's going to be <laughs> J. John Jameson is not going to like that. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool seeing uh, um, fucking J.K. Simmons. Yeah, I loved that too. Yeah. I, I'm super excited that he's back. It seemed like he was going to be back one way or another. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um. The, okay, in the trailer, when Doctor Strange says, when you botched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, you started to get some visitors from every universe. Um, I think that this is happening after Peter fought Doc Ock on the bridge. I also think that Strange has already caught the other villains up to this point, like Goblin, Sandman... Uh, Lizard and Electro. Remember in the first trailer, we see Lizard jump at Peter and then he's stopped by what looks like a, some kind of like barrier. And I believe that that cube that we keep seeing in the first trailer and in this trailer, we see Peter with it on the, um, on the, we see, well, we see Dr. Strange holding it. We see Peter try to steal it from Strange. 
we see Peter actually holding it on the Statue of Liberty as he takes it like a swan dive downwards. Um, I think that this is, and we've talked about this before, and it, this has been in leaks. I think it's a prison that contains these villains. It's some kind of like interdimensional prison. And which I want to talk about this next point. There's rumors that the goblin talks Peter into setting him and the other villains free. I've heard that there's a moment when Peter, after all the villains are in prison in this tiny cube. So it's basically, it's like a TARDIS. So it's like much bigger on the inside and they're set free by Tom. The trailer even shows like this, you know, kind of power struggle between Strange and Peter. Strange says, they all die fighting Spider-Man. It's their fate. I'm sorry, kid. And Peter says, yeah, me too. There has to be another way. Strange says, there isn't. They're a danger to our universe. And then it looks like, the, you know, Peter tries to steal the box away from him. And, and uh, you know, then fucking uh, Doctor Strange, like, pushes his, you know, uh, like, uh, body out, out of his... He pushes his, like like... It pushes him into the astral plane, it looks like. It's like the same shot that we see the Ancient One do to Doctor Strange. So is there a moment when Peter is in the prison and talks to the Green Goblin? And then, you know, a, a, and and sets these villains free after they've already been caught and put in this prison? Because, look, well, here's what I want to... The, the, hold on. Dr. Oc, Doc, Doc Oc, when they ask him, like, what's your name? And he says, Otto Octavius. And they all laugh at him. He is in one of those prisons. That he's standing behind what looks like the exact same kind of like room that the lizard was in where he's blocked by the barrier. I also want to point out that there were leaked pictures of Electro and uh, Green Goblin also behind Barriers in what looked like this, you know, cube prison. So is there a moment in this where Peter talks to the villains inside there and they're basically saying, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, the goblins talking Peter into setting him free. Like, you know, like, you know, why don't we, you know, why do we have to die? If we go back into our universes, we're just going to die. He's going to send us back into our universes and we're going to die there. And yeah, you you can totally see William Defoe like just doing that pleading helpless voice. Like he basically does that voice in Spider-Man 1 when he's trying to convince Toby not to kill him. Yeah. Like just making it just doing the sad sack routine. I I think it's a bit of both though. I I think I don't think Peter is going to see the Green Goblin. I think it's going to be kind of a disembodied voice thing. He may or may not be in the prison device when this is happening, but I can't imagine him seeing the image of the Green Goblin suit and then feeling sympathy for the character and letting him out. I I feel like it's going to be like a disembodied sad sack voice type of thing. And then when he actually sees the Goblin, it just the visage of the character is going to make him realize he probably made a mistake. Hmm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, because yeah, you'd think for sure if he was looking him in the face, he's not going to believe him, right? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to look at those eyes and be like, oh, this guy's on the level. <laughs> <laughs> there there are two different leakers that that support this theory that, that Peter's talking to the Green Goblin. 
um, in a prison and, and then the goblin kind of talks him into like setting him and the other villains free. There's two different leakers. The one on 4chan, this is what the one on 4chan says. In the Sanctum, Peter comes across a sort of bigger on the inside prison where Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and Sandman, uh, and the Lizard and Electro are being held. Defoe manages to trick Peter into thinking that their universe's Spider-Man were corrupted and killed them. And Peter needs to free them so they can save their planets. Peter frees them and they escape into the city. My time to shine on uh, my time to shine. Hello on Reddit, who is another legit leaker, had a quote uh, from Green Goblin in the movie saying, and this is let me explain this. My time to shine. Hello. She has leaked a bunch of quotes from the movie six months before the first trailer dropped and I'd say a good quarter of those quotes were confirmed after the first trailer here's another quote that hasn't been in either the trailers um, this is a this is yeah this is this is the this is a quote that uh that um my time to shine hello had said on 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 this whole like getting you know freeing in the prison thing um she says the wizard said he'd get us back to where we came from but we can't go back and i want to here's an, here's another quote that i want to read from my time to shine hello they said this is a quote that we haven't seen in either the tra- either of the trailers. It's still like hanging out there, you know, it hasn't been proven yet. But my time to shine hello said that there's going to be a point in the movie where Defoe says to Peter Parker, Tom Holland, Peter Parker, "We are who we choose to be. Now choose." Does that sound like it could complete a quote that we actually heard in this last trailer? In this trailer, we hear the goblin say to Peter, Peter, you're struggling to have everything you want while the world tries to make you choose. Mm -hmm. Could that be, could like, could that, the sentence that I read from my time to shine hello, could that be like the, the final quote of that sentence? Like, could it be, Peter, you're struggling to have everything you want while the world tries to make you choose? We are who we choose to be. Now choose. Yeah, I can see Defoe yelling that line too. Now choose! Yeah, when you read that quote from My Time to Shine Hello, the word choose is all in caps. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that's a great pickup. I really do think that those two lines are, are simpatico and probably yes. one after the other. I, I, dude, as soon as I fucking like, I was doing this trailer breakdown, and when he says the world tries to make you choose, I was like, holy shit! Like, let me go back and read some of these quotes from you know uh, my time to shine. Hello, and that one really stuck out to me. They really line up. Um, I, before, (laughs) yeah, so I, there could be this moment in the movie where, uh, 
Like, it looks like everything's all wrapped up. Like, they've, you know, like, Peter catches, you know, Otto Octavius, brings him back, you know, to the, brings him back to the, maybe even doesn't catch him. Like, they maybe just fucking, he, they go back to the sanctum together and Strange is the one that puts him in the prison. I don't know, but like, maybe, maybe Strange catches the other villains and then Tom is the one that fucks this all up and like lets them all out loose again on the city. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I, re- I, I really do feel like you're onto something with Tom being the one that fucks it all up and lets him out of the prison. Uh, and just the stuff to support that is Tom really trying to get that box for himself in the trailer. Yeah. I, I, re- I really do think something got in his head making him think that that's not humane, what's going on with those people, whether they're villains or not. Right. Yeah. There's a really cool shot in the trailer during that whole, it's right before like the ancient one, Dr. Strange, Peter scene where Peter's trying to escape with the box and he shoots a web Uh and strange opens the portal and Spider-Man's web goes through the portal and out a portal behind him and grabs him from the back. Yes. And strange, like effectively like grabs Peter with his own web there. Yes. Have you guys seen the extended version of that clip? I have not. Yeah, there's oh, no. yeah, there's like uh, an extended version of that clip on Twitter. I'll send, I should have sent you guys the link earlier today, and I didn't. But yeah, it's too, I, there's I, a there, hold on. There's a moment so quick. There's a moment where Peter's trying to uh, after he does that, and he's all wrapped up in the web. So basically, Peter like tries to you know thwip and use his web. Doctor Strange has a portal in front of him and then a portal behind him. And so Peter's web goes through the portal that's in front of him and then it comes out behind him and then like catches him on the leg. And so like he's just hanging there caught by his own web. And Doctor Strange says something like, this is why I never had kids. (laughs) (laughs) It's an extent. It's just an extended scene of that. I don't know if it's a TV spot or just like an extra clip that they released online, like Instagram and Twitter or something like that. But yeah, I'll send it to you guys. Um, I want to talk about the end of the trailer battle with the timelines changing colors here. And I, I, I sent you guys different points in the trailer of when I, that I wanted to point out to you. I, I, you know, and I teased this earlier that I wanted to talk about, you know, if Strange does perform the spell. And I'm talking about if Strange does perform the spell for people to forget what actually happens here. So when we see the spell performed, we see the, these, these four golden bands of Doctor Strange magic incantations swirling and then they explode and we see this purple glow take over. First off, I want to point off, point out that in the background, it's all blue. It's like, it's a blue kind of like magic. And then Peter keeps fucking up the spell and saying all this other bullshit, you know, from the first trailer. And then the, 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 the bands just, the, the golden bands just like blow up. And when they blow up, it creates like this purple glow and we and it's the same purple glow that we see at the end of the trailer at the end of the trailer we see the golden lights in the sky they almost look like branch timelines from like you know like the loki series and they're gold but they're being consumed by this purple glow so they go from gold to purple and that's when we hear dr strange say they're starting to come through and i can't stop them um, Agatha Harkness. She's behind it all. I do not want to hear Mephisto or Agatha. 
<laughs> At, let's let's make this an Agatha Mephisto free zone. <laughs> sorry, sorry, all the purple. Yeah, definitely. It it really made me think of the finale for Loki as well, and it it, it seems like it's like the the fabric of the multiverse is starting to tear. And so they're, they're seeing into others as well. But yeah, the, the whole thing with all that purple energy and stuff, it, it just, it just really brought a lot of the Loki uh, finale stuff to mind for me. It did. But here's the thing, the gold branch timeline, like the gold, whatever the fuck we're looking at in the sky at the end of that trailer. We see Doctor Strange standing on the torch of, the, of Lady Liberty, the Statue of Liberty, at the end of that trailer, and we see it looks like like branch timelines, like in the sky. They're they're golden. We're seeing them slowly turn purple. Whatever that purple is, it's it's corrupting, it's infecting whatever is happening. Something, and he says they're starting to come through, and I can't stop them. Some people were saying. Who is he talking about? Some people were saying, oh, is he talking about, you know, is he, is he talking about, you know, Toby and Andrew coming into this world and him not knowing that, like, that the heroes are coming into this world? I don't think so. I don't think he's talking about the Spider-Man. And I want to revisit the 4chan leak, leak that happened six months ago. Um, this part, uh, I'm going to talk about in particular. Um, but let, hold on. I'm going to talk about something. I, but let me set this up. This is after Peter and Strange perform the spell and the villains are crossing over. Strange catches them and puts them in the cube. We see them uh, uh, hold in the trailer. It's the it's the the cube that I've been talking about that I believe is an interdimensional prison. It's where I believe that Strange is, you know, keeping these villains. Um, Peter, at one point, I believe, is talking. Uh, with the villains, and I believe that, uh, that, um, you know, that Green Goblin could be talking to Peter into setting him free. And I want to get back to that moment after I try to explain, like, the whole they're starting to come through and I can't stop them line from Strange. Um, anyway, the, the 4chan leak, it read, this is what it said in the 4chan leak. Strange shows up and tears Peter a new one. And he's talking about, like, Peter setting them free. He explains that he had been holding them in that prison due to the instability in the multiverse connected to each dimension's Oscorp experimenting with interdimensional travel and says Peter has a responsibility to stop them. So what's happening here? The di Okay, the different Oscorps... From these alternate realities. And this is all based... Guys, I can only base this off from a 4chan leak. That's all I've got here. Because at the end of this trailer, we don't know what's happening. So I'm basing this off the 4chan leak. The different Oscorps from these alternate realities, they're all... They've all been messing and experimenting with interdimensional travel. And Strange tells Peter he has to capture them after having accidentally helped free them. Green Goblin tells Peter that the other universe's Spider-Men were corrupted and the villains have to get back to the realities to save their worlds. Defoe's character will supposedly lead the villains to the Oscorp in the MCU's main timeline to get the technology that would make it possible to open a portal between dimensions. 
That's what's that if I'm that's all I have to base this on is this 4chan leak. So what's happening at the end here is it's it's they've somehow successfully made it possible to open portals between dimensions. So whatever we're seeing, like the gold timelines or whatever, it's fucking keeping everything intact. And the purple is opening the portal between dimensions. What Peter doesn't realize and what maybe Dr. Strange doesn't realize at first is that on in these other multiverses, the all the different Oscorps that are in these other universes have already been mentioning with uh, messing with interdimensional travel. They've basically just brought these guys over into our universe and now 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 that they're on our side, they can open up the doorway to these other realities. Did I just melt melt your brains? No, no, I'm I'm just thinking. I I do think it's ludicrous that there's people out there that think Strange is talking about Toby or Andrew just right off the bat. Like that's you can just tell by his tone and his facial expression. Like why why would he be upset about that? Like I'm sure it's not preferred that universes are melding, but he he wouldn't be scared if that was all that was going on here. So I definitely do think it's something very nefarious and. Yeah, the the Oscorp stuff really lines up. Like Norman Osborn has to know he has to have other information that he's not giving out. And so I and Oscorp's doing all these experiments. He has to be a little bit in the know there. I I do think that he's probably a little bit behind the chaos that's going on here. What's like actually happening? What's gonna come through? I'm not a hundred percent on that. I mean, maybe just a bunch of different villains from a bunch of different universes. It, it seems like it's something bad and it's something that would benefit the Norman Osborn character. Oh, a hundred percent. I, I, I want to talk about like, okay, let's, let's get back. Let's get back to, I want to get back to the, you know the scene, uh, the the scenes that are going on outside the built that building that we see uh, in the trailers, and then what's going on inside the building. We see like there's a shot of J Jonas J Jonah Jameson outside of a building, and there's like a Daily Bugle truck there that he he arrived in. He's gotten out of that truck. Um, Happy seems to be waiting outside of that as well, and we see Aunt May uh, in the trailer running with uh, something in her hand in these scenes. So what's what's actually going on here? And all I can base what I'm about to say is off the 4chan rumored leak. If the leak is wrong, then everything I'm about to say again is wrong. Um, Defoe leads the villains to the MCU Oscorp building to steal prototype interdimensional technology. Peter tries to stop them, but he gets his ass kicked and thrown aside. Strange rescues him and says they'll need more help. Strange and Peter travel into the Raimi-verse and the Amazing Spider-Man-verse, and we see how the Peters are living after the conclusion of their series. Toby is married to MJ, and they have a daughter. Andrew is a college professor. I also want to point out here that maybe um, they're fighting in this building. All this stuff that's happening in this building is maybe that they're fighting to get the tech before the goblin can 
So, like, when we see Aunt May running in the trailer and she's holding onto something, if you, if you slow down the footage of her running, she looks like she's holding something metallic, a metallic sin- cylinder, and it's, it is glowing green at the top. It definitely looks like some sort of, like, goblin tech if it's glowing green. And this could be, like, this could be the interdimensional tech that the leak is talking about, or it could be whatever's powering the interdimensional tech. I think maybe, like, could Norman Osborn be the one that fucking opens up the bridges of these other universes? It's in, I don't know. I don't know. It all goes back to, like, if you believe this fucking, um, 4chan leak. Um, the leak also says through, their connection to their home universes, the villains sense that the Spider-Men are likely on their way. They use the Oscorp device to open a one-way portal into the amazing Spider-Man verse. Um, and they say this is where the rhino comes barging through. I I hope that that is not the case. Um, (laughs) They say the Sinister Six are Goblin, Ock, Sandman, the Lizard, Electro, and the Rhino. Defoe realizes, uh, Defoe Osborne realizes the way to open two-way portals and thus get back to their own universes is to power the Osborne device with a Stark uh, arc reactor power core. Defoe gets it. The other uh, Sinister Six distract the Spider-Men. The Sinister Six minus Osborne and Spider-Man fight at the Statue of Liberty, which Defoe Osborne plans on using to open portals back to their worlds and trap the Spider-Man here. So you got to realize this 4chan leak was leaked over the summer, way before we knew that this fucking scene was going to be taking place at the Statue of Liberty. This mentions the fight at the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, that really legitimizes it. Um, yeah, I, man, it's so much to swallow. I, I do think that Norman Osborn is behind it. I, I, I completely agree. I mean, the movie has to have someone who's kind of the antagonist, and it's not really clear who that is. It's, you know, so. Well, he's totally the most diabolical out of all the villains that are there. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about how, you know, Doc Ock could potentially play a mentor role. Like, you could never see that with the William Defoe Green Goblin character. Exactly. No. Um, let's talk about uh, Toby and Andrew. I want to talk about the scene. I want to talk about the scene where um, we see... The lizard, Sandman, and Electro charging at Spider-Man. And like I said, in the, in the Brazilian cut that goes on a little bit longer, it looks like Lizard just gets punched and kicked in thin air. And he's, 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 first off, I just want to point this out. Even without the, the kick and the punch, he's jumping at nothing. <laughs> he's jumping at nothing. Like he's like he's going to jump and he's going to like go past Spider-Man. Like he's not it it it's yeah. not 1 versus 3 in in this. It looks like 
they've scrubbed out Andrew and Toby. They've scrubbed out Andrew and Toby, in my opinion. And this Tom, is Tom Holland's not an idiot either. He's not going to go charging against three superpowered beings all by himself. Like he's not a moron. I also want to point out that in the original Civil War trailer, you know, the the airport battle where they charge at each other, Spider-Man was scrubbed out of that original trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. It's not like they haven't done this before. And I also want to play Tom Holland's reaction to watching this scene. Listen to what he says. Oh, it's not. Oh, hold on. I, I, yeah. Let me turn the volume up. Back this up. Here we go. Where's the... This is all my fault. I can't save everyone. Yes, you can. You can save everyone. I'll play this again. Where's the... This is all my fault. Okay, what happens here is he's watching this. I'll play it one more time. He's watching the exact point where... Like the lizard and Sandman and Electro are charging at Peter and he says, where's the, and then he stops himself because he knows that he can't say this, (laughs) but he knows. (laughs) Someone saw one of the less conservative cuts of this. (laughs) Let me play this again. Where's the, this is all my fault. I can't save everyone. Yes, you can. You can save. Oh my god, it's so cringy because he's like, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. I've posted it on social media, but like he says, "Where's the?" And then he stops himself because he realizes that he can't say like, "Where's the Spider Man? Where's the rest of them?" It's like, and he he stops himself and he like scratches his neck. He's nervous. It's like you know, it's just classic Tom Holland about the fuck up. Zendaya's the- got a look of absolute horror on her mm-hmm. face when it happens too. <laughs> yeah, I sent. He this. just can't help himself with the spoilers. Even when he's like actively trying not to, it just slips out. <laughs> Yeah, it's hilarious. It's like almost like they told him too little information to stop him this time. Like last time they told him too much and he spoiled shit. This time if they would have filled him in a little bit more, maybe they could have avoided this moment. Yeah. Let's talk about possible deaths in the movie. Um, I've heard that they've reshot different deaths. I, I, I don't know what else true here. I've heard they've reshot different deaths and the names I've heard have been, um, I've heard as far as the deaths of go, like as far as like the rumored deaths that happened in this movie, I've heard anywhere from MJ to Ned to Happy to Aunt May. I've heard Toby Maguire's Peter Parker dies in this thing. Um, <laughs> and it might be more than one death when all is said and done. Um, there's a pumpkin bomb that goes off in the lobby of that building. We see Peter Parker dive for it in the trailer. Um, you know. Maybe that maybe that could kill Aunt May or Happy, you know, like, you know, Paul, you talked about this earlier. You know, maybe maybe it kills Happy, Uh, you know, Iron Man's not in the MCU anymore. So, like, what's Happy's place besides being in these Spider-Man movies? You know, unless unless they do something with, you know, Tony's daughter or 
if uh, he shows up in Armor Wars or Ironheart or something, you know, for some reason, he might be the easiest person to kill off here. But I've read in a 4chan leak leak um, that dropped six months ago that a battle will take place, you know, uh, <laughs> where I hear that it's actually Ned that dies here. Oh. Um, the part where Peter dives for the pumpkin bomb is to protect Ned and Ned ends up dying. And the same leak also says that Toby dies as well in this movie. They say Toby is beaten way harder than the younger Spideys and ends up dying after the battle. I don't know what to believe here. I'm going to get to like why I maybe don't believe this because there's another leaker that has said a little bit that has said I don't know said differently different outcomes of, of of things I'll explain anyway this leaker says Tom shows up to Ned's grave and talks about how he feels responsible for his death when Andrew shows uh shows back up and gives him the responsibility talk Tom realizes Ned, like Uncle Ben, Tony and Toby, Toby McGuire's Peter, would want him to still be a hero. For a bunch of different things. I've heard, okay, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. I heard that it would be Toby giving him that. And that, that, that leak came from My Time to Shine Hello, said that Toby would eventually say that to Peter. This is saying that Ned dies and Andrew gives him the responsibility talk. Um, I also hear that there's a moment where after Ned dies and they're fighting the Green Goblin, there's a moment where Peter can kill Goblin and it's Toby that stops him. Because he still, you know, he basically gives him a kind of like a speech on like, you know, you can't kill him. You still want to be the hero. You don't want to turn into a villain. He keeps him from turning into a villain by killing him. And then um, the same, the same leaker, the 4chan leaker says that the final swing in this movie, you know, we always get a final swing with, with, with uh, Peter Parker. Final swing is going to be both Tom and Andrew in the streets of MCU New York. Um... I don't, I, I like, I want, I want Toby to be the one that gives him the, with great, you know, with, oh, same. with, with great power, become, you know, comes great responsibility, you know, um, I don't want it to be Andrew and I, I would hate for Toby to die at the end of this thing, but no, I want Andrew to be the one that dies too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not gonna, Well, that's not going to be, I don't think if any of the Spider-Men die, I think the most impactful one's got to be Toby. You know, I don't think anybody gives oh, a yeah, fuck yeah. That's if Andrew the one that's going to tug at everyone's heartstrings. Yeah, like I, that, all the cynics will cheer if they kill Andrew Garfield. So it really has no weight to it. Yeah. Um, and man, we've seen so much, like so many quotes about how even though this movie is very epic, it's going to be very sad and very heartbreaking. I, I mean, that really like kind of leans into the fact that we may get a Ned death here or yeah. a Toby death, or yeah, it's definitely going to be like. I don't think they're going to be pushing these quotes around if it's going to be a third string character. I think it's going to be someone very impactful um, to the Tom Holland character. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, man, it's whew, if Toby dies, I am going to be a fucking like soggy mess in that fucking movie theater. Holy shit. I keep hearing that these characters aren't just going to show up in the third act. I, I hear they're going to be around for a big portion of this movie. I, I'm hearing half of the movie. Yeah, I've seen I've seen conflicting reports on that. I've seen anywhere from thirty minutes to to a whole hour to extended visits in both their universes. Yeah. And, Leakers that I yeah. believe, though, I'm hearing half of the movie. Yeah, I, I could see it. I, I think it's a very important part. It's not one of these things that you could just do as a five minute Easter egg. Like I, I think it's going to be very like tied into the storyline, especially all these villains from their universes. And, and I think uh, both of these actors are pretty fucking, these are big actors. This is not like fucking, you know, these aren't just cameo worthy actors in my opinion. Like, yeah, I don't think they would have signed the dotted line if they were just coming in to wave and give Tom Holland the thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think the, uh, I'm not buying the final swing is uh, Garfield and McGuire in the MCU. That's that seems like ultimate cringe to me. I, I don't think I would <laughs> like that. Well, I I don't want to buy it. And, and and honestly, it's like I don't like some of the 4chan leak. I don't know if I can believe. You know, it just Rhino showing back up in the in these movies. Give me give me a fucking break. They're not Paul Giamatti is not showing back up as the Rhino in this fucking movie. Get the fuck out of here. I think like if there is a sixth member of the Sinister Six, I would put you know, fuck. Um, I don't. I honestly don't know who it would be. Like I I, I don't think it's going to be Kingpin. I, I still don't I think Vulture is a possibility. It's more of a possibility than fucking. Rhino. Rhino. Uh, maybe Venom. Yeah, I'll Venom. Venom. Mysterio's one that people have kind of thrown out there. Yeah, I still think he's fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. That's that's most likely the case. That's most likely the case. Oh, man. Yeah. Shoot. And, like, would Toby, like, if you believe the plot point where he has a daughter and he's just kind of chillaxing in his world, like, he's not going to leave that shit behind willy-nilly so he can have a happy swing with Andrew Garfield in the MCU. Well, I think he, with these universes merging and the fact that his fucking, I think he feels like, you know, just like, um, if we are to believe that Strange says, you know, it's kind of like your responsibility to catch these villains... Maybe, you know, with Strange and Peter visiting him in his universe, he feels like, well, shit, this was my villain. This is also part of my responsibility. I'm with you, kid. You're not alone. Like in the trailer, like Peter says, like, I can't do this. You know, I can't do this. Does he say I can't do this by myself? What does he say? That's something to that effect. He says, um, this is all my fault. I can't save everyone. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe. There's a, there's a moment where, yeah, he has to get help from, from the Spider-Man. Also, I want to talk about, uh, there's a, there was a suit leak from 20 days ago that, uh, dropped on Reddit. So this, this happened 20 days ago. This is, um, this is before this last trailer that came out. And uh, I think it actually dropped on like close to Halloween. And it was sent to the moderators on the uh, Marvel Studios spoilers subreddit. 
and it says we were given full descriptions. We were given descriptions of the full costumes worn by Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Willem Dafoe. And when I say Toby's costume is basically the same as it was in the original trilogy, we were able to see it being worn as well as hanging next to Tom and Andrew's suits. The colors look a bit more vibrant, but it could just be the lighting. Andrew's costume is basically the same as it was in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. We were only able to see it hanging next to the other suits, but we can confirm it matches the costume in the leaked video of Andrew. And there was that leaked video of Andrew where he's kind of like crouching down and he's holding on to what looks like scaffolding. Again, that leaked video came out before we knew there was scaffolding surrounding the Statue of Liberty that we saw in this last trailer. Green Goblin's costume is the Raimi suit with an updated design. It's somewhat damaged and patchy, and a few minor adjustments have been made. It includes add-ons like a Comet-accurate tan-colored shoulder strap and belt with a bomb bag, some gold-colored accessories on his legs, and some scattered purple accessories like a cloth wrapped around his arm. Metallic exoskeleton-looking parts fill in some of the damaged parts and thighs. The costume is still almost entirely green. It's still very clearly the Raimi suit from 2002, just with add-ons. No mask is being worn in the image, just black goggles like Doc Ox and Spider-Man 2. We also know he'll have a purple scarf hood at some point, thanks to previous leaks. That was proven true in this trailer. We saw him on the glider with the goggles and looked like... You know, whoever whoever was in that look like they had long hair. It's actually the the hood. Also shared with us were descriptions of an early version of Tom's black and gold suit with bits of red in it. It was a physical suit, and there's a cell phone duct taped to the chest for some reason. Let me point out again that this suit description was from 20 days ago before this trailer come out, came out and proved that Tom has a black and gold suit with a cell phone duct taped to his chest. Yeah, makes you believe all the rest of it. I mean, makes you obviously knew what he was talking about. Yeah, why fucking, you know, I guess they could have just seen a picture of Tom wearing a black and gold suit with the cell phone taped to his chest and said, oh, okay, since we know this is actually happening, we can just throw in this other shit about Andrew and Toby and the Green Goblin. But why? Why the fuck would they do that? It makes yeah, me... just to be assholes. <laughs> yeah. And I swear, I swear, I don't know if I have it on my phone, but I swear that I've seen a picture of just the suits, all three suits next to each other. Hmm. I think that might have just been one of the uh, sideshow ads. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to go through my phone and see if I took a screenshot. Um, let's talk about uh, Matt Murdock here. You know, rumors of Daredevil showing up in this movie. I hear he's not going to show up until the end of the movie. So if we believe that the picture that was leaked, you know, by John Campia a little over a week ago that means that happy and aunt may who are in the pick they live so if this is, if this is at the end of the movie they live they're they're not dead um but the the leak that i've read is that tom turns himself in 
and is and is successfully defended from murder charges by Matt Murdock, but his but his secret identity isn't resolved. And I've heard like the scene that Jake did not like, where you know somebody like somebody throws a brick and he catches it, and you know says you know I'm a very good lawyer, and he catches the brick. I've heard that the brick is actually turned into a snow globe. It's now a snow globe. I don't know how true that is or isn't, but it makes me think of Mysterio. Also makes me think of the of the uh, this. Remember the scene where Peter is in the is inside of a snow globe at the end of uh, yeah yeah the at, at the end of uh, Far From Home where he's seeing like the all the uh, illusions from Mysterio. He's actually inside of the snow globe. Is yeah. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I I'm, I I think I've I think I've confused myself talking about this fucking trailer. To be quite honest with you. <laughs> but I think that's that's basically my breakdown and every every leak and everything that I've ever read on this. I don't know if you guys had any thoughts about anything that you wanted to kind of dive into before we kind of wrap up here? No, I'm just very excited for what we don't know because, I mean, it's so obvious that we're going to get the Toby Andrew thing. It's like, well, are there going to be secrets that we have no clue are coming? We know it's a very long movie that it's like almost two and a half hours long, so it's going to pack a lot. I'm just really excited to see like just stuff we have no ideas coming. I think they're doing such a great job keeping other than one big secret. Like that's almost a distraction from what other secrets could be lying beneath the surface here. I mean, we all agree that this is going to be a big lead in into Dr. Strange too, but it's, it's really hard to tell like, you know, what that lead in is going to be other than dealing with the multiverse. So man, I'm just, I'm so hyped to see this movie. I haven't been this feverish about an MCU movie, you know, probably since Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. I am, I am fucking, I am way ready for this. It's less than a month. Uh, comes out, uh, was it December 17th? Fucking, uh, that's the thing, Jake, is that it's going to be dropping on, uh, in the UK on the 15th. So it's, it's like, yeah, it's like stay off, suck. stay off fucking Twitter for two days. Yeah. Like if you knew everything right now, I, I'd say feed it to me. But if I make it two days before, I don't, I don't want the information that that's not fun. Trying, you know, it's not deciphering leaks and Reddit threads at that point. It's like, no. I actually saw the fucking movie telling me what happened. Yeah. I have no, I have no problem like speculating and shit, but like if we're two days out from the movie and it gets spoiled for me, I'm going to be like, fuck. I might just I'm stay off. Very upset. I might just stay off Twitter and Facebook. Like, I think that's going to be a must for two days. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll be seeing the first showing possible, but that's still forty eight fucking hours where a whole other continent has fucking seen this movie. Oh yeah, and they've probably seen it two or three or four times. Yeah. Oh Jesus. And and it doesn't matter. Like it's not only just staying off social media. It's basically like you can't even go to Google at that point. Google knows what I look at, and it's you know as soon as like I click on Google. It might have an article from fucking like one of these media outlets, like Screen Rant, like 
You'll never guess who shows up in fucking Spider-Man. Blah, blah, oh, blah. Yeah. Totally, dude. If you type fucking the word who into your search bar, it could fill out who dies in Spider-Man No Way Home. Exactly. Yeah. And then boom, because that's the number one thing searched for the last, you know, 10 hours. Yeah. And yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to fucking. Oh, my God. Yeah, so fucking the internet's gonna ruin this movie for me two days before it comes out. I could already tell you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna know, I'm gonna know shit before I go in. It's gonna suck. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. When I got out of Eternals and I was sitting in my car, I actually had that experience. I typed who into my search bar and it filled out the rest to say who was talking in the end credit scene in Eternals. And all I did was type in the word who. Huh. I was like, wow, they know exactly what I want to ask here. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Paul, are you asleep? I think Paul passed out. Oh, that's cute. Oh, my God. Paul fell asleep <laughs> on the episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought... I think he got taken to another multiverse. He's actually really talkative on a different version of PCL. <laughs> this just... A tiny little box prison. This just... <laughs> yeah. This just proves to me how terrible this bonus episode is. is so. <laughs> to be fair, Paul was about asleep before we started, so I, yeah. I wouldn't let the uh, I wouldn't let that mar your opinion on this episode. I, I think it was good. Paul, let's all yell Paul at the same time. Hold on, see if we can wake him up. All right, ready, ready. One. Paul! Hold on, no, let me count down. One. <laughs> Two, three. Paul! One, two, three. Paul! Oh, the new Batman trailer just dropped. (laughs) Oh my god. It's never, that's not a good sign, Jake. I think it's, I I think it's more of an indictment on Paul than it is this podcast. I I still, I still want to make that argument. I'll be the first one to say this is a flaming. Well, actually, you'll be the first one to say this is a flaming pile of crap. <laughs> there, are, there are four out of four in the call. So Paul is on the call. He just fell asleep. He fell Paul's asleep. Here. I swore I heard some spots of heavy breathing. Too. I did. I did too. <laughs> I did. I was like, I was trying to, I was trying to like fool myself into thinking, oh no, he hasn't fallen asleep. But no, he's one hundred percent fallen asleep. <laughs> It's not even that late. It's like 10 o'clock. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. All right, let's wrap this up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know how this went. I know how this went. I know how this is going to go over with our listeners. All right, guys. Uh, thank you, Jay. <laughs> God damn. You're welcome, Brian. I am wide awake, to be fair. <laughs> I guess the information, Joe, oh god, no, like why do I even do these trailer breakdowns? It, it, no, this proves to me that these trailer breakdowns, everything I talk about just puts people to sleep. <laughs> Joe, back me up here. No! I, I'm, I'm a little biased because I'm here and, and I love recording with you guys, but Brian, your trailer breakdowns are fucking rad. You put so much work into them. You come up oh yeah, we can listen, listen, listen to listen to what's going on in the background. Listen to what's going on in the background right now. <laughs> Hold on, shh, listen. <laughs> I 
<laughs> That's how riveting they are, Joe. Yeah, yeah. I bet this never happens on apples to oranges. <laughs> What's that? Paul! You fell asleep, dude. I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no excuse for it. I can't make excuses. I apologize for that. That's not cool. <laughs> I can't wait to be a meme. (laughs) (laughs) We know where Sandman went in this video. (laughs) 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 Paul, final thoughts. Yeah, no. I think you heard them. I'm excited for it. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh. <laughs> Brian is speechless. <laughs> no, I I feel like shit. I apologize. <laughs> I, I, I really do. I feel bad. Please turn on your magic 